Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, my name is Monty Walden and this is the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm pleased to welcome again Professor Attilio Scienza, esteemed vine genetics scholar and also Vinitaly International Academy Chief Scientist. Today, we're talking about another iconic white wine and grape variety from Italy, Verdicchio. Now, we already broached the subject of Verdicchio wines with Henry Devar, Vinitaly International Academy faculty member. And now, we're going to go deeper into the grape variety. This episode is part of our special educational series called Italian Wine Essentials. You will now listen to the English translation of the original episode recorded in Italian with Professor Scienza. Thanks, Rebecca, for your hard work in recording the English version. Don't forget that the full transcript in English is also available on our website. Welcome, Professor Scienza. Grazie di essere con noi per un altro episodio dell'Italian Wine Podcast. Good morning to all our listeners and glad to chat with you again, Monty. The topic that we will discuss today is the Verdicchio grape variety, the emblem of central Italy and of the Marche region. Let's start with the origin of the name Verdicchio. What does it mean? As is the case with many other grape varieties, the name Verdicchio is linked to the colour of its berries, which are always characterised by a light green colour, even when fully ripe. There are other vines in Italy whose name is connected to the green colour of their berries, Verdizo or Verdea, which is cultivated near the Verdicchio area. Another vine is Verdello. All these varieties indicate the characteristic green colour. Let's talk about the historical sources related to Verdicchio and the history of its circulation and arrival in the Marche region. It is a vine cited in very ancient historical sources. The first one belongs to Bacci. Bacci was a papal physician who, at the end of the 16th century, talks about a vine not yet calling it with the name Verdicchio. It wasn't so common to name grape varieties then. Wines were named after their production areas, but very rarely after the vines from which they originated. Bacci's description is perfect from a morphological point of view and enological aptitude. There are also later documents, more or less dated around the end of the 16th century and the beginning of the 17th century, where this vine is closely linked to the Marche territory. The Marche region is the place of origin of this vine, even though probably this vine wasn't born in Marche, but was brought there from other territories a few centuries earlier around the middle of the 15th century, through the migration of a group of farmers from the Veneto and Lombardy, who moved to the Marche region to repopulate those countryside areas following a terrible plague epidemic, the famous Black Death that hit Europe from the end of the 1300s and the beginning of the 1400s, and which had given origin to a lot of migratory phenomena, including the one that brought the Verdicchio vine from Veneto to Marche. It is a vine that was accurately described by the first 19th century ampelographers in descriptions which especially highlighted its quality. It was a vine, apart from the green hue of its berry, which had aptitude for both productivity and quality. In the various areas of the Marche, Verdicchio also had different names. Verdicchio Bianco, Verdicchio Verde, Verdicchio Giallo, 
vedicchio vero, vedicchio marino, vedicchio stretto, pelloso, verzello. Verzello comes from verza, which in Italian means savoy cabbage, hence the name refers to the colour of the cabbage. In Umbria, it is called verdone, or vedicchio dolce, or verdello, or verdetto. In the area of Castelli Romani, Verdicchio was also known as Trebbiano Verde and was an important vine in the making of Castelli Romani wines before the post-Phylloxera reconstruction. It is called Maceratino in the area of Macerata and also in an internal part of the Marche region, the Metallica area, where they produce a wine that is a little bit different from the Verdicchio of Jesi or those areas closer to the sea. In recent years, DNA analysis has uncovered some important relationships. It was discovered that the Verdicchio grown in the Marche region is almost the same as the Trebbiano di Lugana, which spawned Lugana and Trebbiano di Suave. The latter used to be mixed with Garganega to give rise to Suave, and to a minor vine from Trentino called Peverella. The name Peverella comes from the spicy flavour of the wine obtained from this variety, just like a bit of pepper. In the book, Sangiovese, Lambrusco and Other Vine Stories, you wrote that the concept of autochtony in vines is not only linked to place of origin, but also where cultivated vines best express their qualities. Can you explain how Verdicchio found its foothold in the Marche and why it expresses its best qualities in this region? Verdicchio certainly grows best and expresses its best characteristics in the Marche. Here, it is cultivated in two zones that are pedagogically and climatically very different. The zone overlooking the Adriatic Sea displays the morphological structure of a territory closed by valleys orientated in an east-west direction. These fluvial valleys were created by more recent geological processes than the more internal parts of the Marche region. Their soils generally belong to relatively recent geologic phases of the Earth, the end of the Tertiary Era, the Pleistocene and the start of the Quaternary Era. These lands were formed under the sea and they emerged, were uncovered, when the sea levels dropped in the geological phase between the Tertiary and the Quaternary. Thus, these are alluvial soils. They have a clay structure. Very often they are also rocky in the areas of active erosion and in accumulations within the valleys that descended towards the sea, quite calcareous marl limestone. This means Verdicchio can express a very important quality that is determined by the late maturation and conservation of high acidity, allowing the wine to age well. The climatic conditions are those termed alto collinari, or high and hilly with an average rainfall around 700 to 800 millimetres per year and an average temperature below 14 degrees Celsius. The Winkler Index is 1600 to 1700 degree days, a range that would define a viticultural zone as ideal for the production of quality white wines. There is also another more internal area where Verdicchio is grown, between the Umbro Marche Apennines and the pre-Apennines of the Marche the only valley positioned parallel to the Adriatic. While the other valleys of the region run east-west, the Metellica Valley runs in a north-south orientation. This valley is positioned at a certain elevation, between 400 and 700 metres high, 
and it has a very interesting geologic origin because it is one of the few fault lines in Italy. We don't have many fault lines in Italy. I mean, deep fractures in the Earth's crust resulting from the movement of tectonic plates. This fault formed during the Pliocene in marine conditions, meaning this fracture, this furrow, opened up under the sea and it collected lots of sediment deposits during the last part of the Quaternary Era. These deposits are termed pterogenous because they are not of marine origin, but terrestrial origin, and they slide down and accumulate in this trench in the sea floor. Normally, they are called fleche, and they are composed of alternating layers of marl and sandstone. Naturally then, when the sea receded, it left these deposits in the fault, this depression. The association of this marl and sand that derives from the weathering of sandstone, coupled with a very particular climate, gives rise to a verdicchio that is completely different from that produced inside Yezi. The Metallica Valley climate is continental, with large temperature swings, strong rains and less breeze, while that of Yezi is more typically marine. It is a climate that has no marine influence, and this is very interesting because the altitude, up to 700 metres, the marly soils and the abundant rainfall, make this almost a continental wine, more like a Nordic wine than a marine wine. In fact, the descriptors are very different between the two wines. The freshness is very different above all, and recognisable between wines produced near the sea and those produced on the Apennine mountain chain. Let's get back to the characteristics of the vine itself and the particulars of its cultivation. It's a plant that doesn't vary much morphologically. It doesn't present many variations. This vine is rather uniform in its morphology and in its production. It produces large, heavy clusters of grapes. The vine itself is fairly vigorous with a semi-upright habit. It loves clay soils in the hills that are somewhat late ripening because these climates go hand in hand with the fruit's tendency to mature progressively. It's a late ripening variety that, unfortunately, because of the time it takes to mature, makes it susceptible to botrytis. Still, it is a vine that is well positioned to adapt to a changing climate. It has reacted positively to rises in temperature because it has not changed its two phenological phases. Thus, the time from bud burst to ripening has remained relatively constant, and this has allowed the fruit to avoid suffering during the heat of the summer that is linked to ripening. As I said, Vidicchio can sometimes suffer from botrytis. It is very susceptible to fungal infections of the wood, such as Esca, and this can keep plants from reaching old age. Disease can hit plants of a certain age and, as such, the grower is forced to eliminate them. Historically, Vidicchio has also been grown in mixed cultivation. Due to its vigour, those farming in a sharecropper system raised the vine along with other plants while they also practised other activities, such as raising meat, cereal and olive oil production. This mixed production allowed the vine to manifest all of its vigour and show great productivity. From the vine to the bottle, what are some of the key characteristics of Verdicchio wines from the Marque region? Ideally, it is vinified as much as possible in reductive conditions because its aromatic descriptors are essentially linked to development in low oxygen environments. This imparts some chemical compounds very characteristic of the grape variety that then allow the wine to age very well in the bottle. 
It is one of the few Italian grapes that has this gift to be able to improve over time in the bottle. The two primary Verdicchio zones, that of Yezi and that of Metallica, are differentiated in their pedological and climatic characteristics and produce two very different types of wines. Wines to be consumed in the same year of their production have a strong yellow colour with green reflections, floral descriptors dominate, acacia flower in particular, with some citrus sensations and a very precise almond flavour. Through the ageing process, these evolve substantially towards tertiary descriptors that typically define other important wines, such as kerosene, flint, mineral stone, and that are composed of chemical compounds that belong to the isoprenoids. These become, through the phenomena of hydrolysis in the wine, chemical compounds born of carotenes called vitispirins and TDNs. This is very important because carotenes are products that form inside the grape given ample light. This is also why Verdicchio relies on very bright environments in order to produce these descriptors deriving of carotenes and that, naturally, allow the wines to last a long time. Of course, vinification is performed as for a white wine in hyperreduction, as they say, avoiding all contact with the air or oxygen. Such a production process maintains the chemical precursors that later become important in the ageing of wine, even for very long periods of time. Verdicchio di Iesi and Verdicchio di Metallica, two very diverse Marque territories. Let's hear the main differences between them. Perhaps, if we had to distinguish between the two wines, we could say that in those from Metallica, freshness and acidity prevail, along with floral, vegetable and citrus notes that are essentially linked to thiols and to descriptors of minerality. Meanwhile, in the wines from Yezi, we tend to find bitterness, dried fruits, tropical fruits and a certain spiciness. They might be a bit less ideal for prolonged ageing, those that come from Yezi, because of this fundamental difference in their aromatic precursors. In Mediterranean Verdicchios that come from coastal areas, we value descriptors of fruit, flowers and youthfulness, while in those from inland areas, we prefer some descriptors that will potentially become more significant with prolonged ageing in the bottle. Well, since we are in Italy, we can't help but talk about some food and wine pairings for Verdicchio. I'd say that this variety is presently undervalued by the consumer for its qualitative gifts. It could really become the quintessential Italian white wine along with Vermentino. These are probably two of the great varieties that best represent the white wines of our country. They adapt well to a Mediterranean diet. They go great with appetizers. They are good with fish and they compare with elegant, refined dishes. They can even accompany the elegant cured meats typical of central Italy, such as prosciutto or certain salami. And naturally, those wines prepared from late harvest grapes go well with aged cheeses, even pastries, dried sweets, cookies and such. Very well. Thank you, Attilio, for another fascinating lesson that will surely prove invaluable to those working in the sector or specialising in Italian wines. Grazie mille to Professor Attilio Scienza and we look forward to the next time. Thank you for your attention and I invite you to our next instalment. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya FM and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. 
If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin. Cin cin.